Are you ready to talk Padres baseball? We've got you covered. Tonight, it's the last baseball night in San Diego of the season as the Padres get ready to take on the Giants. And in studio hosting the program, it's Annie Heilbrunn, who knows the best place to talk Padres. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? <laughs> well, it's here, of course, because we're also joined by Hall of Famer Randy Jones. I had big hair and I was on plastic grass. And we've also got Jesse Agler, much to the delight of Randy Jones. I think ever since Randy found out he'd be on the couch with you this week he's been thinking in his head ways that he could like you know get under your nerves sure yeah, i mean it's it's, 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 it's making him happy yeah, i kind of thought ways, about it yeah. yeah ways that he could just get at you the whole he show. knows all the pressure points mm-hmm. now coming to you from the amr studio inside the western metal supply company building it's padre social hour with your hosts annie heilbrin randy jones and jesse agler Welcome to Padres Social Hour, everyone. A weekend edition of Padres Social Hour. Happy Saturday to you. I think that there is something in Randy's contract that he can only be on. No, I take that back. What? In Jesse's contract that there he can you only go. be on ah. with Randy. Yeah. Because right. the last I want no part of that Bill Center. <laughs> I want nothing to do with him. You have enough of him saying. upstairs, probably. Yeah. <laughs> nah. I understand. Love Bill. Oh, welcome to the show, everybody, and welcome to the show. Gentlemen, Randy Jones and Jesse Agler, two well, I, I was going to say two Cy Youngers, but one Cy Younger and no, one still sort of Cy Younger for a broadcaster one no, 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 no. sort of thing. I, <laughs> I, I started opening day in Little League one year. I'd never pitched <laughs> before in my life. It was a terrible team. And uh, I think I was probably just the most like gen- generally athletic kid. And they're like, hey, you're going to pitch. I go, I've never pitched before. They go, that'll be fine. It was not fine. Oh, my. It was very bad. <laughs> it was yeah. very bad. It's a little more complicated <laughs> than that. Yes, it is. I think I was like nine or ten, so it's not like too much was going on. But it went very badly, and my best friend was on the other team. And, uh, you hit him. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. We've talked that about, though, like people um, learning how to pitch from Randy. And I think of this room, because Seth wanted to learn how to pitch. I, Jesse could easily learn how to pitch over Seth. I got a decent what? arm. I just I I don't <laughs> know how to pitch. Oh, you don't want to go down this road. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I, I really don't want to. Randy said he can show me how to do it. Don't I you know, think I Jesse know. would be more teachable? No, I, you know, he'd be more coachable than coachable than Blooper. Yeah. More Sorry, natural talent sorry, as well. More I'm athletic. Yeah, but there's a little strength. more hand eye over mm, here in my probably opinion. Yeah, 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 there. yeah, I'll start. Anyways, that. I can zip it. <laughs> yes, you can. I cannot. <laughs> <laughs> What'd be like Jesse's ball? Like, what would be like Jesse's like? You know, besides like the fastball, uh, what, what would be like his two seamer? Then I'd, I'd, I'd give him a little breaking ball. I'll okay, really? breaking ball. No, I could throw I a circle change. That was the one thing I ever picked up as a kid. Really? I could throw a little circle change, yeah. It's kind of the hardest pitch to master. Really? It is. I don't know that I mastered it, but I could throw it. <laughs> I get people I'd to miss at it. I give you a couple little, you know, easy little things okay. to do. It's not too late, Jesse. Not too late. Once. I could actually, if you give me a week, you probably look like you knew what you were doing. Well, thank you very <laughs> much. Then we could trick him from there. Now we, not, we got something to do in November now. Yeah. Fake it till you make it, friend. I'll, <laughs> co- I'll come up to the ranch. That'll be awesome. We'll go yeah. out on the mound. Come on up. Hey, it'll make me look like a... If nothing else, like a well, little leaguer, hey, like we'll an oversized little leaguer. We'll have fun. I okay. know that. I, I could see you. this. I could see this happening. <laughs> I'm with it. Um, yeah. We got a few th- housekeeping things to take care of, and then we'll start in on yesterday's win. So that was a nice thing to see against the Giants. First off, make sure you get social with us. Hashtag PadresSH on Twitter. We want to hear from you. Give Randy and Jesse your best questions. They have answers. And we want to remind everyone that you can purchase these shirts off your ba- shirts off their backs scratchers. So if you're coming to a game today. A dollar, only a dollar minimum donation. You can get these scratchers, scratch them off, and maybe win a jersey off of a game-worn jersey off of a player tomorrow. But we're going to do them even better because if you tweet into the show, if you get social with us, you're eligible to win. If. If 
one of them is a winner. <laughs> so so you win the scratch off <laughs> tickets. Yes. Not necessarily. No, 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 oh, Jesse. You come down I, and pick I, it I, up, didn't, I didn't do a good job. I didn't uh, okay. do a good job. A lot of them say thank you for the yeah. donation. Oh, that's very yeah. nice. That's, yeah, that's what it yeah, says when you courteous. scratch it off. That's Sue Botas. She knows her courtesy. She knows her courtesy. Yeah. But 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 I didn't do a good job. I don't know my courtesy right here. So let me let me just back up. Okay, after sorry. the show, after the show, we're gonna scratch them off. Oh. If there's a winner, whoever tweeted into the show today is eligible to get this. Yeah, we're gonna pick a pick Who gets a tweeter. to do the scratching? Um, you. Awesome. You're gonna That's do the scratching, Jesse. <laughs> well, then let's, uh, we gotta do that like during the show. Okay, so maybe we'll do it during know. the show. Yeah. Does anybody as have long a as penny? Blooper says it's okay. <laughs> yeah. So I just do. I know Blooper does. Yeah. No <laughs> doubt all right. Well, we'll get to that. Maybe second segment. All right. We got a lot going on here. Two nickels together. That's what he does. All right. So hopefully that makes sense to everyone. And if it doesn't, I'm sure we'll try again in a segment or two. It's fine. All right. Seventh loss in eight games for the Giants against the Padres since the All Star break. So the Padres win. 7-2 to two last night. How about that? Just how about the, the um, ups and downs of the Giants and the Padres versus each other since the All-Star break? That's what I like about divisional competition, yeah. 18 games against each other. It's, a, it's six months of baseball. Yeah. I mean, you look so bad just like we did against the Giants early, and then all of a sudden right after All-Star break, and it goes the other direction. And you got two managers scratching and taking scratching their, their head. Scratching their head. Yeah. Scratching their head going, yeah. wow, what's going on? Don't know. You make, a really good, you make a really good point, too, because I, I, I sometimes get fed up with the 18 or 19 games against these teams. Um, as somebody who's at pretty much every single game, I, I'm good on the Rockies and Diamondbacks. You know, it's a little bit different with the Giants and Dodgers. Right. And I get that. There's going to be give and take in any division. But this is a prime example of why it's so cool and why it's so much fun, because the length of the season and the changes that the two teams go through over the course of the six months they really are on display in these head-to-head -head matchups, right. and it is neat, and it's a fascinating thing it that sure the Giants is. are the best record in baseball. Don't forget that. They right. had a better record than any other team in the major leagues at the All-Star break, yeah, better and than they've Chicago been miserable in the everything. second half. And yeah. it's a head-scratcher, too. I mean, you see it, just like you said, both ends of the spectrum. Padres lose to the Giants the first nine times they face them, you know, the beginning of the season, and now you see this the, the, to the total shift. Yeah. And again, yeah, the manager's going, all right. And then the worst possible time for the Giants, obviously, you know, and I'm sure Padre fans are having fun with that. And I wonder that, too. You know, Padres are out of it. Obviously, they're not playing for a playoff spot, but the Giants are not out of it. So do you think that they – do you think too much of that is made of the Padres wanting to knock the Giants out? Do, are they thinking about that, or, are, or or should there be more pride taken in, hey, we can spoil this for them? Well, no, it could be a motivating factor. You know, when you, before the game starts, kind of get you up for the game. I mean, you're in a spoiler role. Let's get real. You really are. Um, and, I, and I think overall, especially some of these young kids – I know you can feel the, the energy since yes. the, all the guys got called mm -hmm. up. New energy around the clubhouse, and yeah. I like that. And, you know, I just think that just boils over, and then you get where you can be the sport, a little bit more fun to go out there, a little more relaxed than the Giants are because their intents have to win, must win. Yes. And I don't think the Padres in the clubhouse, <laughs> not a must win, and it's not do or die, but they're just playing good competitive baseball. Got some young kids trying to make an impression, mm -hmm. and I like what I'm seeing. Mm -hmm. You know more than I do about this because you've been in that clubhouse. But my sense would be Carlos Oswaje, Hunter Renfro, Manuel Margot, they're up from AAA. They're making their major league debuts. They're not caught up on what's going on with the Giants. Yeah. Negative. They're not worried no. about that. They're like, they, I want to get a hit. They got I want to get a homer. They have bigger right. problems than, yeah. than yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Like they, they don't need to be worrying about, oh, no. you know, that, that Okert is struggling and that right. Casilla can't close and, and those kinds of things. Like, they just, they, they're just trying to go out there and, and stay within themselves. And yeah, that can bode well to be actually playing better yeah. and be yeah. more competitive right now. Yeah. And I, I, I like it. It's, it's good. I saw a question from someone on social media that said,
said, look, why are we trotting out the younger guys against the Giants? Don't you want your, your A team out there to knock the Giants off or to spoil it for them or something like that? And Andy Green said, look, how do we know this isn't our A team? Like, we got to, you know, get, let them out and play. And, I mean, I don't know. I just thought that was kind of interesting. You see those guys out there. They're battling. They're competing. They don't look like they shouldn't be out there, you know. It, it, I, don't, I don't know that, they, that you would trot out anyone else right now. Look, the, these guys are not scrubs. These yeah. are big-time prospects. They're guys coming up. You know, they're, they're deserved major leaguers. You know, th this isn't like some, you know, team with uh, the intention of just trying to say forget about it and we're, we're running out, you know, a bunch of double-A guys that don't belong here. These guys belong here. That exactly. argument to me does not hold any water in this situation. Has that happened in baseball history? Yeah, of course. Of course. I, I just I, I don't see it applying here uh, at all. I think the advantage, honestly, is, you know, maybe these younger guys have really no scouting report sure. for these pitchers. Yeah. They really don't know these guys. And everybody else has been here all year. You got a scouting report. You know how you want to pitch. And these guys, you don't know. Great point. And so <laughs> that could be the advantage of the Padres. little yeah. X factor right there. Trojan Amy Fryergal, we would like to bring your tweet into the show. We thank you for tweeting. I thought the Padres Sunday game, cur game curse was weird, but the Giants' second half collapse is weirder. So fans scratching their heads too, right? <laughs> hey, yeah, and really no answer. I, d I don't remember any substantial injuries yeah. or anything that the Giants, they just – just not been good. Not yeah. hitting. Can't not close. Not hitting, number one. And yeah. then yeah. you can't close, which really compounds the offensive woes that they've had. I, I, by the way, she makes a really good comparison in a way, like because they're just sort of two odd things. Yes. And I do think that the Giants' second half is even more sort of bizarre yeah. than, than the Padres' Sunday struggles this oh, year. Oh, I agree. It, I agree. It, it's, it, to go from having the best record in baseball yes. going into the All-Star break to potentially ending with the worst record in baseball in the second half. I don't believe it's ever happened before. I think I've read that, that it's never happened before. I, it's, it's inexplicable. I also think that as a manager and as a team, it'll sting way worse. Because, you know, you, you can blame – sometimes, you know, injuries happen or you lose guys or whatever. If they make, don't make the playoffs or whatever, you know, I, I just think that, that will, that's a devastating way to loss. It's crushing. But yes. But you bring up the playoffs, and there's a really good point there that we're not talking about, which is if the season ended today, they would be in. They'd be playing Correct. the Mets in the wild card game. Because right now the Mets, the Cardinals, and the Giants are playing like a giant game of uh, you take it. Yeah. Not it. Yeah. Whatever you want to say. You know, nobody seems yeah. to want to run away with the thing. And, and the Mets, I mean, they're just devastated by injuries. Uh, the Cardinals are kind of surging a little bit. But then when it looks like they're getting going, they fall back. The Giants, obviously, we've discussed what's going on. So it's kind of an ugly year for the National League wild card. I don't think that's a bad thing. It's just yeah. sort of the nature of it all. And uh, they could very well get into the playoffs. And the last time they got in as a <laughs> wild card was two years ago. <laughs> I'm, I'm and we you know what know. happened then, exactly. Bunch of veteran guys. <laughs> and there might, maybe there is a secret switch you know? when you get into the playoffs. Oh, and it's a clean yeah, slate. I still, I still believe the Giants, I think they're going to be there when yeah. the dust clears next weekend. Yeah. In the playoffs. Yes. I th I, there's a very good I chance. I, I mean, it's basically two of the three. And, Mets, it's Cardinals, hot, Giants, and it's hot and potato, as you're saying. Yeah. It's almost like just kind of come down to that last game maybe and who – doesn't make as many mistakes, you know? It'll be interesting, too, as we're talking about the young guys playing here. If the Dodgers have clinched, the Cubs have already clinched, you know, home field in the National League playoffs. So, <coughs> excuse me, if going into the last weekend of the season, Dodgers-Giants, the Dodgers have already clinched, yes. what's their lineup look like with Ooh. the Giants potentially scratching and clawing for their playoff lives? Yeah. And I, I, don't, I don't buy into, you know, get, you know Dave, I don't think Dave Roberts is going to give a lot of days off. You clinch. Hey, you got to keep these guys, you know, in competitive yeah. mode. Yeah. I don't buy that, uh, you know, even like the Cubs. Cubs are still grinding, man. They're still winning ball games, playing yeah. good baseball. And you have to do that. And I think Dave Roberts had to do the same thing. You can't give yeah. the guys a couple days off, let them kick back. Yeah. Now, they'll lose that little bit of edge, and, and that, that could kill you in the playoffs. Got to keep that mentality That's going, right? right? 
Edwin Jackson, since I have the pitcher on the couch right now, what did you think of his performance last night? Excellent. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, we, we candidly joke, and we, you know, what, what are you going to get because of the inconsistency of Edwin Jackson? You know, I'm, and honestly, when he's good, he's really good. I think he struggled at times last night, but he held it together. But he held it together. He got the key pitch. You know, every time I turn around, he's in a stretch with guys on. Yeah, a couple walks. And he finds a way out of it, you know, which is good. Christian Friedrich, a good performance the night before that. Definitely. That was also good to see from these back-to-back starts. And I'm really glad that, you know, Christian Friedrich, you know, I talked to him in the clubhouse, feeling really good. Mm -hmm. He's going to make his last start. You know, he got one more start to go, and I'm, I'm really happy to hear that. You know, I want him to get that extra start. How much does it help for him to pitch well late into the season? Oh, very well. Yeah. I mean, the, you know, you, you know what you want to work on, and we were talking about that a little bit. What can make him better? How good he feels? What's going well for him? And, you know, like you said, no, no reason to dwell in the offseason when you start working out again. You know, dwell on the things you're yeah. doing right. You got those. Yeah. You know, work on that secondary pitch. Work on that changeup yeah. that you really need to go to the other side of the plate. And, and things like that. But I think it's, it's important to go off on a positive note so you feel good about yourself over yeah. four or five months. Then just go to Randy's house, work on the changeup. Yeah. Come on, man. <laughs> I'd love to have him there. I would, too. There's a TV in the backyard, a mound, you the know, dog. Yeah. It's good. Life is it, good. Life, Maria will make some it's food. It's like I told him. Like, I tell all, all my kids, I said, look, you know, I'll teach him a new pitch. And yeah. I go, look, you know, if you haven't, if you haven't played catch and thrown it a thousand times, do not come back to me and tell me it doesn't work. <laughs> I said 1,000, not 100. I said, you throw it a thousand times, it doesn't work. Now we got to talk. Yeah. But until you get to a thousand, don't even bug me. <laughs> oh, you know, man. <laughs> you got to work on it. You got to get a feel. It takes time. No question. All right. We have a lot to talk about when we come back. I really want to get into that energy from the younger guys and what's been happening yeah. the last few days. So I really want to get to that. And we will. Right now, I want to remind everyone, as we talked about, be at Petco Park from September 19th through the 25th for the 16th annual Shirts Off Their Backs, presented by Saquon Golf Resort. Fans can purchase a $1 scratch-off ticket for a chance to win a player-worn Navy Digi Camo Jersey. Proceeds benefit the Padres Foundation. Get social with hey, us. Hashtag Padres SH on Twitter. Is it 25-man roster or the roster we have now? Is it all 30? I think it's everybody who's here. All 38. So your odds are increased. Yes. And like plus that. coaches, I oh, believe, are in on it. That's awesome. Anybody know that for a fact? <laughs> no? Okay. I think so. Right. We'll have to get a total. As I recall. Yeah. We'll Somebody call Botus. After the break. Before every game, get your Padres talk on with us. This is Padres Social Hour. And welcome back to Padres Social Hour, everyone. The Padres and the Giants getting ready for a Saturday game. And we are getting social, so thank you for sending your tweets in. Hashtag Padres SH. We got a few new ones. Over the break, we're going to start with Jim. Jim says, Giants really done. I can see Randy and Bochi fishing oh, in two wow. weeks. Oh. <laughs> wow. You know, I, uh, I like you it. You take him out to the and, lake. Yeah. And, you know, I was so I was so tempted to, guys. And, <laughs> uh, usually I'd like to run in and see Bochi tonight. And, and I plan on going by saying hi to him tomorrow. Uh-huh. I just didn't have time, you know, earlier uh-huh. today. But, you know, I was thinking I was going to walk in there and go, hey, Bochi, I'm October 15th, Bochi season <laughs> opens. I said, yeah, you want to go with us? You're not going to be doing anything. <laughs> huh? Oh, We're, man. No. Carlos, how are you? (laughs) Carlos is shopping. All right, buddy. Wonderful broadcaster. uh, Giving Randy some love right here. That's awesome. But anyway, yeah, I'm going to pick on boats. 
Hey, Bo, it's October 15th. What, uh, what do you predict his response is to that? Ooh, I can't say it on the air. Okay. No, it's family, <laughs> yeah, family show. But I got a pretty good idea what it's going to yeah, be. Yeah, you've got a sense. Oh, it'll irritate him. You would love to be a fly on the wall on that trip, right? Yeah, I'd be yeah, great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, would he's, I. He's, you know, <laughs> good man. He's so competitive. You can see him grinding over there. He's grinding pretty good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you know. Well, yeah, it's funny. Can I? Uh, uh, this closer situation. What do you do? Yeah. I, he doesn't know what to do. I know he doesn't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I mean, hey, how do you handle it? Because he's gone right. to different guys. He said, I'm not going to name a closer. Well, we're going to try these two guys. That didn't work. Maybe, you know, I'll go back to this guy. Romo last night, you know, who used to, I mean, what do you, how, how would you handle this? Do you think you just got to name a guy and go with it Great and question. let it blow up in your face every night? Because he's got a guy coming out to pitch the ninth mm-hmm. inning a couple of nights ago, I should say. And, and he's got two people warming up in the bullpen before the inning and, even and begins. Uh, you're going to continue to see that because yeah. he's not sure. You know, see, in the back of my mind, if any of these guys were in the PCL, mm-hmm. you know, in these scenarios and, and some of these guys coming up from the Chihuahuas, I mean, if there's, a no, if there's knowledge there, mm-hmm. that, would that, go with that. I, that would, yep, I would favor that, that tendency right there because he's faced these kids mm, before. Okay. And then from a baseball strategy, that's what I would do. But, you know, like what I say, the guy owns and him? Romo, what Ro- if Renfro's like 10 for 14 mm. against the guy? Don't bring him <laughs> in. <Okay. laughs> you know. Leave him out there. <laughs> you know, it's got to be incredibly I mean, frustrating, though, for, oh. for Boach. It's got to be. Well, look, look at Romo. Yeah. There's no com- he came in and threw almost all sliders. Yeah. Not pitching with a lot yeah. of confidence. Yeah. You know, he really isn't. Yeah. And I noticed that Romo, he got away with it. Yes. But I mean, and they, well, you've got like a hundred relievers golly. too, and none of them, none of them can work out for him. No, no, he only has fifteen. <laughs> oh no, only only fifteen. Only fifteen. Only fifteen. Uh, all right, we have another question from Eric Cruz. He says Austin Hedges continues to struggle at the MLB level. Is he the catcher of the future for the Padres? Is this the thing we're going to say after six at bats, <laughs> Eric Cruz? Yeah, yeah. Eric, 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 he's Eric. One for six. Relax, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I, he's going to be fine. I, I like the approach and everything, and I'm watching more of that. <laughs> Not to the One result. for six. How are we saying anything like that after I six at bats? I can't. I mean, you know, he looks good. Like if Will Myers starts off next season, one for six, we're gonna be like, that's it. No. Trouble. Exactly. One for six. Eric, Eric, tweet in, on, tweet in next year. If he's one for six, I want you to tweet. Me. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure he will. <laughs> Please do. We're gonna get all over Jesse. Eric, I mean, let's. Uh, <laughs> that, that's not gonna be a question that's gonna be answered all right. in all seriousness at the end of this season. You know, Andy has said that about all these Correct. guys. He goes, nobody's winning or losing a job in these last 10 days. Nope. It's just not enough time to they're, figure well it out. Well, they're just getting their feet wet, and that's, that's what it's all about. And they've got to get in. They've got to get comfortable, right? They've got to work into it a little bit. Yeah. I mean, you, know, you see the lineup today. I like I like mm-hmm. what Andy's doing. We, if we'll a guy goes one later. for six in I an like extra it. inning game, it's a, uh, okay, he's one for I mean, that's what we're talking about yeah. here. Like, we're talking about, like, 12 innings worth of <laughs> at-bats. Yeah. You know, keep it case. positive, Eric. Not you like we're at positive. I'm not saying you have mark. to keep it positive, but you yeah, can't you be jumping off the bridge after six at-bats. You keep it positive on the, the broadcast, don't you? Well, you got to be realistic <laughs> also. And I, I'm, not, I'm not guaranteeing that Austin Hedges is going to bat 330 next year. He doesn't no. need to. But you can't get upset is what I'm saying. Why are you getting six six so hard? Come on. Because <laughs> six at-bats, man. Give him a break. I'm giving Hedges a break. It's six at-bats. Man. Salty. I like I it. I, don't I, I like it. He just loved to push the button. Jeez. One for six. Sorry, Eric. Carlos, I need <laughs> your help, man. <laughs> Give me a bad time, man. <laughs> Carlos is really doing some shopping here. Um, he's power shopping. I know. He's, it's really, it looks really nice. 50% off. Because <laughs> that's, that's Christmas shopping right there. <laughs> <laughs> For Austin Hedges, though, he looked really comfortable with Christian Friedrich the other day. I mean, he looks like he's comfortable as far as framing and as far as being behind the plate. He looks like he hasn't missed a beat, really, or he's gotten better even. I'd say he's gotten better. Yeah, you would, you would hope so. 
And then, and that that bodes well. You get back there, and that that builds a lot of confidence in starting pitchers throwing to him as a receiver. You know, so that's really right. positive. Doesn't happen automatically either. No, right. That, that's great putting point. Turn before that, the game, and that's right. Great point. Also, Andy, I thought something really cool the other day. Uh, I guess the Padres, you know, kind of the the scouting reports, the printed scouting reports. Right. This year are different than they were in the past. Mm. So Hedges has never seen this version before. Interesting. And Andy Green was saying that Derek Norris was sitting down with Austin Hedges, kind of going over, hey, just so you know, this is kind of how it looks now. This is what it means. You know, they do it a little bit differently than last year when you were here. So, I mean, that's the kind of stuff that's taking place in there that leads to Austin Hedges, yes. you know, feeling comfortable with Christian Friedrich and vice versa. That's a great like note. It. That's a great note. you got to work good. into it. I love it. Okay, Carlos Oswahe gets his first major league hit last night, a double, and then another double later in the game. I love what he said. He said, I tried to keep my wits about <laughs> me as best as I could. I didn't want to seem all giddy and all that stuff in front of the guys. They already messed with me enough, so I didn't want to look too happy. <laughs> but, man, inside it was really oh. good. Hey, you know, well you I thought that was so great. What's wrong with being happy? Yeah, I mean, it's baseball. They you mess know, with me enough. <laughs> they mess yeah, well, they're going to mess with you even more. <laughs> man. Yeah, yeah. You're not even uh, close to being done. I <laughs> said, I didn't want to seem all giddy and all that stuff, right? <laughs> <laughs> but it was good. It was good to see, um, especially going, was it 0 for 5? 0 for 5 the first two games. And I'm sure Eric was very concerned <laughs> about Aswahe. <laughs> yeah. The tweet yeah. hasn't good come in Good thing he yet. doubled in the sixth at bat. <laughs> Anyways, that was fun to see. But to your point, Jesse, and, and I think that what um, we're noticing in that clubhouse is that there is a lot more energy. There's a lot. There's kind of just like a little, re little bit of a revitalized clubhouse a little bit, and it's good to see from these young guys. I, I love it. I absolutely love it. Anytime, you know, three guys come up to make their major league debuts, position players all at the same time, all of whom are as well regarded as those three guys are, it's going to add a buzz. Uh, there, yeah. There's no way yeah. getting around that. Yeah. And it, it's been a fun few days. It really has, getting to see these guys in action. Yeah, and you got Shemfin and Dickerson, you know, who played with them for, for a long time down, you know, down yeah. there this year. And they all kind of get back together. That little bit of yeah. that team unity again. And it's just a new energy around it. I like Rod Barajas, is that, saying it correctly, from, from the AAA club from El Paso. Talked about how when um, guys would come up, Shimp, Dickerson, they would all in AAA, they'd be watching these guys, cheering for them. You know, they were part of their group. And so I, I just think it has to be really cool, like you yeah. said. Those guys coming together and then that journey, just knowing who the, you know, knowing the, the, the struggles that they've gone through to get there. Every time somebody like that gets called up, it, it reminds you that that opportunity is always yeah. there. Keep playing hard. Yeah, that's what you're looking for. You're looking for that opportunity to get called yeah. up. And every time somebody does get called up, it reminds you, hey, keep playing. It's awesome. Yep. It's awesome. All right, it is the last college night of the season, Thursday, September 29th, when the Padres take on the Dodgers at 6.10 p.m. Party on the Bud patio as a live DJ spins throughout the game. Tickets start at $10 at Padres.com slash college. Seth went out to the college night the other day. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Really? Super interesting out there. Yeah. <laughs> he How has old are you now? Yeah, what does I'm that mean? I'm 28. <laughs> He's 28. What does that mean, though? <laughs> and, and are you, like, way too old for the college kids now? <laughs> way too old for the college kids. It I was, love that uh, he went out there, though. <laughs> I, just want, I just wanted to check it out, and it's, it's a party. It's fun. I'm a very old human being, though. Hey, <laughs> if, but if you're in college, if you're in college, you got to go out there. So yeah. we like it. We'll talk more about that off air, but we'll, we'll see you guys after the break. You want to talk Padres? Lucky for you, we're doing exactly that. This is Padres Social Hour from the AMR studio inside Petco Park. <laughs> Welcome back to Padres Social Hour inside the AMR studio. We are getting ready for a Saturday game, Padres versus Giants. And we are in the team store in the Western Metal Supply Building. So if you are around shopping like Carlos Hernandez was, say hello. We'd like to see you. We, power the, the AMR studio has never looked better. Can I just say, it's <laughs> never looked better. Look at this. I this like it. 
Do you get a very little nice nervous you. when you come back and you're like, you don't know what you're walking back into? You no. know, like you. No. I feel very <laughs> comfortable here. But that's a credit to you guys. You make me feel like an old friend returning home. You are. Oh. Exactly what you are, Speaking my Speaking of that. You're my best friend. No. Oh. Speaking cue, of that. Cue the music. The best friend music. No, 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 nonsense. 88. Who is Cranky Ed? Hey, Cranky Ed. Hey, Cranky Ed. Wants you to know, Jesse, that your sock game is still strong. Oh, uh, thank you. I like that, though. He's keeping with tradition. And then he also had a great question, and I love this question. For Randy, to a pitcher, what's the most important thing you look for in a catcher? Defense, pitch selection, knowledge of opposition. What is it? That's a great question. Great question. They, yeah, I think, you know, first of all, is pitch selection. If you're working, uh, if there's something mind to mind, like Freddie Kendall and I, you can, like you could read my mind and yes. the sequence of pitches that I wanted to pitch. Is that just because he was a smart catcher? Just, or? We just, I don't know. <laughs> we just worked so well together. And he knew me yeah. and, and how I pitched. You know, but uh, I'd look down and it'd be exactly the pitch I was thinking about. And when you're talking about I, mostly sinker balls and sliders, but then all of a sudden he put down two for curveball mm -hmm. and exactly what I – and I, how does he do that? Because we're just on the same page. Yeah, we were always on the yep. same page. And, and, and then they got to a point there, then where did he want it? You know, and he'd tell me exactly where he wanted it, and I'd put it there. Let me and ask that's you. That was a fun part. Like today, it. so much work goes with the pitching coach, the bullpen coach, and the advanced scouts, and the catcher, obviously, and the starting pitcher. I mean, there are meetings and there are papers they're going through. How much before a game or the day of mm -hmm. did you guys do? None. None? Yeah. No. <laughs> I'd, I'd see when the game started. Yeah. You come down and maybe <laughs> catch about 20, 20 pitches in the bullpen before my start, uh, and then he'd leave. But you didn't have to. I mean, that's, you know, our but scouting reports are right here. My Today, though, from right what there. you know, Jesse, that's not the case, no, right? No, 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 definitely not. Yeah. But also, and, and I'm not, uh, this is going to sound like I'm calling you old, but I'm not, like, I mean, fewer teams, fewer players, that's no right. interleague play. Oh, so yeah. it was a little bit more simple, yeah. I guess, right? It, you yeah. knew those guys much better, I think, or, or more easily. Is that fair Definitely. And, you know, the only thing, like, Fred and I would talk about, or even if it was Gene Tennis, you know, like I said, you know, I've said it before, I'd always check the paper, see who was swinging the bat really well yeah. on the box scores. You know, and I would mention to him, go, hey, Tony, Tony Perez is swinging the bat really well, you know, right now. So let's be careful with him in that, those situations. And that was it. That was about the right end of the scouting so report. So if a guy was cold, mm -hmm. you'd be a little bit more aggressive against him, basically? Yeah. Don't huh. wake him up, that type of thing. But, you know, overall, it was, I didn't really hurt the guys that were cold. It was the guy that was hot. That's all I really cared about. Yeah. And if I got second and third and, and one out, and Tony Perez came up, a pretty good chance, and I'm walking him. Yeah. I'll take my chances, you know, huh. with the next guy. With what you said, Jesse, with all the changes that have been made in baseball, though, do you think that guys will – I mean, to me, that sounds like sometimes it might be better. You Don't don't overthink it. But I don't know in today's age of baseball. I think it depends baseball. on the guy, too, yeah. right? It depends on the pitcher. It's true. It depends on the pitcher. His skill but set. Yep. Under, yeah, I understand. We're talking, we're talking about majority power arms. Mm. It's a different way to approach and way you're pitching. Um, and honestly, we don't pitch inside that much Right. It, it, on the whole. I don't think mm -hmm. anybody really does. Some guys a little bit more so, but – you know, I, it's just I think it's TMI for a lot of pitchers. I think the majority of them is too much information yeah. to go out there and try to execute the game plan. Hmm. And because number one, you, you see it all the time where, you know, Dino's setting up here and he catches it here. Yeah, that's what you can't do. Or what? Right. What Doesn't matter how report. much game planning has gone on at that point. Yeah. you're missing your spot. You got to execute. Much, you're in Great point. So that's why yeah. I'm saying it's just command. Command in the strike zone is the key. You you're saying leave it up to the catcher. Yep. Let him know what to do. Yep. And then you do what he says. That is exactly yeah. right. <laughs> going off that a little bit and going off of what Eric Cruz, our friend who had the Austin Hedges question, one which for we, six, Eric. which <laughs> one for six, Eric, <laughs> asked. 
<laughs> How long do you think it takes for a new player in the majors to get comfortable? I mean, is it, is it to, to stop thinking about, oh, I'm in the big leagues? Is it one game? Is it two games? Is it months? Is it like, how long do you think it actually takes or does it vary? It's a really good question. Yeah, it shouldn't take more than a week. You really to so? feel like I belong here? Yeah. I think it depends on the guy. You well, know, if yeah. you're every personality is different. I agree with yeah. that. And if you're a big-time prospect and you come up and, and you go in your six at-bats, five for six, you know, right out of the shoot, you're going to feel differently than the guy who's 0 for six, who's maybe not a big-time prospect. Right. Because I think the biggest thing is wherever you feel comfortable, you're going to feel uncomfortable almost immediately because they're going to make adjustments on you in those first 100 yeah. at-bats. I don't care what you say. Right. And you got to get through that, that particular failure again you know, before you really yeah. just settle, I, I'd say a couple in. hundred at-bats. I, I like player. that. I, I like really that do. answer, too. I like that. I, right. I like that answer a I'll lot. I'll buy that. All right, we have a very special guest on after the break. Paul Clemens is joining us, so nice. we're going to get to talk to some ball with him and pick his mind a little bit. But before we do that, we want to remind you, Papa John's is proud to support the efforts of USO San Diego, and now you can, too. Go to papajohns.com and order the USO special, two large pizzas and a two-liter for $24. $1 from every special ordered will be donated to USO San Diego. Show your support today and enjoy great pizza from Papa John's. We'll be right back after the break with more Padres Social Hour. From analysis of what's happening on the field with your Padres to insights on everything MLB, we've got it right here. This is Padres Social Hour. Welcome back to Padres Social Hour, everyone. Saturday edition of the show, and we are joined right now with pitcher Paul Clemens, on the couch with Randy, so got a little pitching talk that I'm sure we're going to get to. But <laughs> fishing and pitching, Randy's favorite things. Um, I want to remind you, everyone, that you can get social with us, hashtag PadresSH on Twitter. And right now we are going to put you on the Cholula hot seat, Paul, uh -oh. which doesn't mean a whole lot except that you're on the hot seat. <laughs> so there it goes. Uh, you, Yeah, there you go, right? That's the story of your life. <laughs> first first West Coast team for you now. You've been in San Diego for a little while. What do you think of the team so far and, and, and really just being in San Diego? Uh, great great camaraderie amongst the guys. Great, And that starts with the uh, leadership at the top um, all the way down it trickles through. So um, from a personnel standpoint, everybody on, you know, on board the ship has been amazing um, as far as accepting new guys, uh, guys who are called up. Um, so it's just been – it's just been a blessing. Yeah, and the Honestly. consistency of communication, I think, yeah. has been really good. Yeah, definitely. definitely Among the players, with the greeny. coaching staff, and, you know, I don't know how many times I've, I've talked to Brocky, and he's going, oh, i got to go in, we got to bunt yeah. in the cage. And we'll, yeah. you know. I mean, all the time. T-Brock. Yeah, consistency. <laughs> I like that. How tough is that, though? You come in, you come into a new team, you've got to acclimate, you've got to know the guys and know the coaches. And How tough can that be sometimes? It can be difficult. It just depends. Depends who you are. Um, if you're shy by nature and it takes you a while to get acclimated well, to new people. Three days. You, know? you didn't say squat for three <laughs> days. <laughs> well, you, just, you didn't. You yeah. kind of have to sit back, right? Yeah. You, you no, kind of observe he, a little he bit. He said in his locker right there and I had to tell him to <laughs> yeah, shut yeah. up all the time. Yeah, you he don't didn't say move. a word. Yeah. You, know? you don't want to move around too And much. now you can't uh, shut him up. I yeah. don't know what happened. Yeah. What happened? Yeah. Kozar got here. That's terrible to say that. No, no, that's, that's <laughs> transfer of blame. Can't say that. No, the guys are just good at accepting you and letting you be yourself. So, yeah. Um, you, you know, know, it's been great. It's been what, phenomenal. You know and then on top of that, the weather, location, sure. people here, the food, everything. So, 
It's yeah, like, like food, the kids come out here for a couple of weeks. They don't like it. <laughs> oh, out no, here, oh my gosh! Can't can't get anybody out of here. Yeah. Got a two bedroom so condo. Cute. I'm trying to kick people out. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, everyone suddenly wants yeah. to visit you. Yeah, I'm exactly. Sure, right. Exactly. <laughs> hey, on the mound though, I you know watch you develop and you know what you're doing and working. And uh-huh. last time out, I really liked the off speed breaking while you mm-hmm. took a little more off of it. Mm-hmm. And boy, when you hit that in good spots, that makes that yeah. two seam fastball so much more effective yeah. for you and your weapons. Yeah. No, and I just want to get better with it. I want to get more comfortable. I, you know, there's a better curveball in there. And it's, it's shown in the pen, you know, it's shown, you know, sometimes in the game. But, you know, there's a better one in there. And I just well, want to keep getting more consistent with yeah. it because. My question to you would be, you know, you do that, all right, the hanger, the one that kind of uh-huh. slips out of the fingers. Yes. You know, that's the one you got to be careful yeah, of. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And, and what is it you have to do? Exactly. There's got to be uh, something, a buzzword or something. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, It keeps lands. you, you know, it keeps you focused on getting right. on top of the baseball and throwing it aggressively. Because, like you said, if you throw it timidly or, you know, you just kind of flip it and you leave it up, a lot of these guys now with this uppercut swing where guys want to get the ball in the air, get some backspin. They go a long way, you man. You know, yeah, you yeah. get touched up. Oh, I remember. I remember it well. So. Yeah. <laughs> that's part of it, though. Ooh, you got to yeah. enjoy it. That's you right. You got to enjoy that's it. That's right. But I think the overall, the one, yeah, when I see you consistent, that two-seamer at 91, 92, yeah. especially with good late movement on it. Yeah. You know, and Very you're keeping that curveball down. It sets up that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can almost, you know, after a while, if you're down, 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 and then maybe even a mistake up, you'll get away you'll get with away it. You'll get away with it, yeah. That's right. And that happened with uh, Lamb the other night. Yes. I missed fastball over, middle lane up. But since fastball had been down the way with sink, you know, he yep. kind of just fouled e- it off. Element of surprise. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's exactly. the advantage it has, having exactly. the command. Oh, yeah, exactly. Like Hendricks with Chicago. When yes. he makes a mistake in the middle, they miss it because he's been so good on the corners all day, so. You know, that's just about getting get growing and getting better. Yeah, you got one more start, yep. right, against the Dodgers yep. Tuesday. You know, and so that's that's good. You know, on a it's pitch count, they, they talk about, you know, the amount of pitches and the pitch count and stuff. Yep. And, uh, you know, but overall, yep. I, I think you, everybody that's, you know, right now, all of you have kind of improved and yeah. a little mm-hmm. bit Definitely. stronger. Definitely, this whole team, yeah, this whole yeah. team's grown quick, man. It's, it's uh, you know, it, and I was with Houston for a few years, and this – this has got a different feel. This has a quicker feel to it than, than Houston. And, you know, I, I mean that sincerely. I mean, the guys, we find ways to win every night. You know, there's not a team that, you know, it's managed mm. obviously by a, a tremendous manager. But this team's finding ways to win ball games against, you know, teams that are contending. I'm sure the Giants do not want to play us right now. <laughs> yeah, you I know, agree. They're, they're not happy with us in September. So. What do you attribute that to? What do you attribute that quicker um, to? You know, obviously, you got you to say the players, but I think this, you know, I think Andy Green's one of the smartest minds I've been around in balls. Mm. For me, balls, obviously, for just game-wise, um, you know, obviously a skipper, but for the pitching staff and for me personally, yeah. balls has been hands down mm. best thing for me. Didn't we have him here. Like, you, know, you know, your pregame, when you go into pregame and you go with the scouting reports, you know, the, your opponent. Oh, yeah. Heard, you know. Eight uh, years back. Are, yeah, are, there, are those critical to you as far as oh your yeah. preparation? Yeah. Is that important to you? Uh-huh. And I don't do much on my own. I kind of just try to trust Balls with all that. You know, if Ballsley, whatever he writes yeah. down, because he's going to give me the sheet of paper and I'm going to read it. So I don't like to go in the video room and do too much of my own scouting because I trust I trust what Ballsley's going to give me. And everything he's fed me has been, you know, you on, were, on the spot. On the you mind, ever thought so. about just trusting the catcher and, and the catcher exactly, out of the way? exactly. Hedgy, I see him already in there studying film for an yeah. hour, you know, on the Giants. So it's it's impressive to see these guys come up, get it, understand it, and you know, just want to keep 
progressing. You know, and that's just, what it's all about. I think it'd be easier to just go out, go out to the mound, man, the yeah. first inning. He's done the scouting report right. right. Puts Trust it down. Him, and let's go to work. Exactly. And you hit the glove. It makes it, it, that's, it makes a world of difference. It it's, really does. Makes you, it easier on you, man. For your defense, for your <laughs> offense, you know, everything's quicker. So As you've refined your performance more and you've grown, what, what kind of pitcher are you as far as, um, in, in that term, as far as, do you put a lot of pressure on yourself? Do, are you a less is more guy? Are you, like, what, what is kind of your ritual and your mental state um, going in? Just trying to stay focused and take what I do in the bullpen out to the game. That's, you know, don't do too much. Yeah. Don't, don't let, you know, the scenery, the environment, the hitter, nothing changes. Um, it's you versus you. Can I hit this spot? Oh, and oh. Can I hit this spot one and one? Yeah. And then whatever happens after that, if you hit that spot, it's, it's, you can live with it. It's, um, it's that simple. And it's the hardest thing we do. Yeah, yeah I was going to exactly. say. So it sounds so easy. It is <laughs> the hardest thing that we do, if, you know, because every pitch is critical. That you're right. You yeah. put it in a good spot. So. That's the hardest thing to do. You know, and Dodgers got a good lineup coming yeah. back. Ethier sure. is back, and, you know, they got you got some guys rolling. Gonzalez is going well, so it will be a good matchup, good, you know, good challenge for me to end the year. Yeah, but getting out of the loss of curveballs or something. Trust you know, it. Just yeah, trust it. All. Trust it. You know, get them on their front foot uh-huh. a little bit. Uh-huh. You know, then all of a sudden you do that. Then you, you know, throw that two-seamer. Yep. Hello. Yep. And when you're not yep. pitching, fishing, you have two kids, married, yeah, busy. so busy, busy, right? Busy. Yes, definitely. Yeah, I can, I can see some fishing next year. Maybe. Oh, yeah. I, there you go. I would love to go out with you. <laughs> I love the 100%. Bass fish. 100%. Me too. Me too. And the wife's good about letting me go out after practice in spring training. Yeah, let me know. I'll, give you, I'll give you a note, oh. too. I'll yes, sign sir. it. We're yes, set, sir. setting things yeah. up right now. Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 really appreciate you joining us, Paul. Thank you so much for taking the time. Good luck Tuesday. Thank you very much. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. I'm excited. I love it. Thank you. I'm Cap Real Flavor with Cholula Hot Sauce, the hot sauce with the iconic wooden cap and the official hot sauce of the San Diego Padres. We'll be right back after the break with more Padres Social Hour. We're talking Padres all season long. This is Padres Social Hour, coming to you from the AMR studio inside the team store. Welcome back to Padres Social Hour. That was a pretty cool conversation with Paul. Very nice. Very nice. I liked it. like mentality. We're going to get to today's starting lineup now and brought to you by United Airlines, proud partner of the San Diego Padres. So let's take a look at that. Manuel Margot leading off, followed by John Jay. We've got Will Myers and Renfro in the cleanup spot. Adam Rosales, Luis Sardinius, Derek Norris catching. Carlos Esuaje there at second base. And Cosart taking the mound. We're going to get right into our head-to-head Supercuts challenge before, <laughs> before I let too much time Remember who's back. on the mound opposing okay. Have you clinched? <laughs> no. What's your magic number? I have a whole graphic. you got to let me get oh, to I'm it Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't, really you didn't tell me. I just asked a question. <laughs> I thought it was a reasonable question. You know there we go. I apologize. Oh, oh, there God. it is. That is Two outstanding. Wins. Oh Two wins until I pop bottles. <laughs> I cannot handle that right now. We have plenty of time. That is oh. unbelievable. <laughs> it's funny because this whole time he's been telling me about this magic number thing, and so you just, you knew. You knew. Oh, I mean, it's, you know, this right? time of year, it's yeah. a lot of talk about <laughs> Mad- the magic exactly. Madison Baumgartner on the mound. Put uh, that yeah. graphic up one more He's time, angry. Seth. My magic number? Yeah. I'll put yeah. that I up. Just, just, I just two more wins. More. Oh, there my go. God. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> two wins and me so and Cole get the pop bottles. <laughs> the couch <laughs> won yes, yesterday. Right. Yep. Jesse oh. and Randy get to pick first for today. So who do you guys have? Let me just say that I am so <laughs> glad, Randy, he cannot <laughs> clinch tonight. Because I would not want to be directly yeah. responsible. That, that would wreck your week. It would completely would ruin my entire off season. It Ooh. would stick in my craw all winter. You think? I yes, love it. absolutely. I don't know about that. Uh, I'd be thinking about it daily. Uh, so, uh, who do we got today? I know who I would go with. So, who would you go with? I'd go with Hunter Renfro. Hunter Renfro against Madison Bumgarner. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, is that our official pick? 
Yeah, I I'm just saying Derek Norris has very good numbers against Bumgarner. Hey, it's your call. Well, let's go with the kid. Yeah, I'd like All the right. kid. Renfro. <laughs> who it's whoever looks at Madison Bumgarner. Exactly. The most. That okay. should be the bet. Stare him down. Yeah. By the way, I have a whole plan to get in his head. What are you going to do? You do? Yeah, yeah. If I'm going up to bat, I'm not even stepping in the batter's box. I'm just looking at him. You're just mad Until he loses him. his mind. Yeah. And then you're good. Until he yells at you. Yeah, yeah. Right, and then good. I'll be like, all right, let's play good, ball. Good, I like Honestly, it. Honestly, though, I like it. They should all be doing that. It'd be very because funny. Because you know what his nerve is. So just expose it the whole time. It might backfire. <laughs> let's not do that. Yeah. Okay. Okay? Right, Trust me. Let's not do that. <laughs> you know, he might pitch a no-no. I've never seen such a good pitcher let someone be so vulnerable to... Roger Clemens, I think it's a very similar kind of thing. Good point. You know, these guys, and, and look, I haven't talked to Madison Bumgarner about his psychological issues um, or, or whatever's <laughs> going on. I, I say that tongue-in-cheek. But, you know, I, I, my sense is it's a motivational thing for himself, you know, and it's, he's point. making himself angry. That's what I'm saying. Don't After don't the Myers thing here motivation. in May, yep. he said, I just needed something to be angry about. Don't wake me up. I needed an angry up, moment. So if that's how it works for him, obviously it works very well. He's one of the best pitchers in the game. He's a Cy Young contender again this year. So, you know, look, I, I guess you can't hate it. It works yeah. for him. No. But it's definitely a little bit different. And, you know, Clemens throwing a bat at Piazza for no good reason, like yeah. just in a rage. And it's all right. If that works for you, I guess I it's, love it. it's what you got to do, I suppose. That's good stuff. I love it. It's great, interesting. Great, inter great conversation. I'd love to get yeah. Mad Bum on the couch, you know, so to speak. Whoa. Yeah. Well, no, <laughs> get into his head a little. <laughs> Whoa. Figure out. <laughs> okay. Seth, what's your, who's your pick? <laughs> I'm going to go with uh, Derek Norris because he has good numbers. Look what I did. Yeah. Nice. Uh, that's my bad. You know, when Norris homers uh, twice against Bumgarner tonight, we'll have us no. to thank. No. Thanks, Jesse. The gods won't allow it. Right? Right? Okay. We'll I hope he does. We'll see. All right. Uh, one more segment. You guys can get social with us. Hashtag Padres SH. I want to thank you guys for playing this Supercuts challenge. At Supercuts, they pay attention to every detail. They cut the lines, the hot towel finish, so you can feel sharp, clean, and ready to go. Find us Supercuts near you at supercuts.com. We'll be right back with more Padres Social Hour. Get ready for every Padres game with us. Coming to you from inside the team store at Petco Park, this is Padres Social Hour. Welcome back to Padres Social Hour. Padres getting ready to face the Giants at Petco Park. And one person who is back with the team, not playing tonight, but will be playing tomorrow, Jan Hervis Salarte back in San Diego. Obviously a tragic and terrible week for him. Mm. Um, he talked a little bit uh, to the media. He said that his wife had always pushed him to continue playing, to remember that he was a baseball player and just continue on. And they had hoped for some longer time for her. Unfortunately, that's not the way it happened. But... You know, he was so thankful, it sounded like, for the support and everything that fans and the organization had done. Well, you talk about how important you that second family we always mention. Yes. That. And it really is. When you're a baseball player and, and you're spending that half of your life with 25 guys traveling around and competing, you know, it is a second family. Yeah. And I can see where, you know, he's back in San Diego, you know, where he wants to be. And, and the support of the surrounded by all those fellow players. Yeah. It's a good good environment to be in right now. Absolutely. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. Absolutely. I really brought am. his daughters and his mom's out here yeah. as well. Yes. So everybody yeah. can kind of get settled in a little bit here in uh, in San Diego. It's just such a heartbreaking situation, mm -hmm. but uh, it, it, and it's a weird thing maybe to sound like, or it sounds a little bit weird, but it was nice to see him. You know, it, it really was. Yeah. Absolutely. To see his face again today and to be able to kind of, you know, shake his hand and, uh, I love and, and that. wish him your best. Absolutely. Great point, Jesse. How, uh, you know, how, how 
how tough it must have been all summer. Oh, yeah. You know, it's unbelievable. You know, oh, it really yeah. is unreal. You yeah. Know, the resiliency of, of him and, and what he's done. Absolutely. So we're happy to have him back. Switching topics a little bit. We don't have a ton of time left, but perfect topic with Jesse on the couch. Fi Jesse's final show of the season. Vince oh, is it? <laughs> Vince Scully. Done. Uh, Celebrated yesterday with the Dodgers yeah. uh, broadcasting since 1950, 66 years. I mean, just for you, I'm sure you grew up listening to him. Both of you did. Yeah. And yeah. this has been your first year, full year in radio doing the broadcast. Uh, first, first full year covering the Padres doing the broadcast. So what, what, what are your thoughts on it, Jesse? I mean, he's the best that's ever done it. No one will ever be as good. No one will ever be like him again. Uh, blooper before the show said, how old would you be if you did it for 66 <laughs> years? I would be 100. Unreal. I would 100. be 100. So, it's like, that uh, contextualizes it for you. And, and it I, I can honestly say I had Vince Scully. I, I know it was at least 53 years ago on my transistor yeah. radio listening to I was thinking, you just said we both grew up listening to him. Randy and I are not exactly yeah, contemporary. Yeah, great point. Great you know, point. I mean, that, that, that's, that's generation, after generation, after generation after generation after <laughs> generation of baseball that fans. so true. That is so great. It's, it's so great. It's incredible. And, and to hear uh, him today is just like 53 years ago. Yeah. Oh, no, he sounds just as good. He's just as sharp. Oh, amazing he it says is. he's Just not but to listen he is he really is magic and as, as randy can tell you firsthand uh, i have very limited you know firsthand experience with him but some he is as gracious as everybody says yes. he is yeah. and as kind of a human being as everybody says. I was he just is. thrilled the first time he, you know, when I got the big leagues and he wanted to interview me because yeah. I was from Orange County, that area, and he wanted me to do the pregame with him. I was thrilled. I was wow. Yeah. Jesse, do you, do you miss being here? Would you rather be working with a Blooper or on the radio broadcast? I mean, that's the big question. It's a Cholula hot <laughs> take. The, the answer is never Blooper. Oh, <laughs> you miss me. You I miss love me. It. And, and uh, with that said, I'm running up to <laughs> Uncle Teddy right now. Save me, Lightner. <laughs> Thanks for watching, everyone. Enjoy the game.